Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast for today, September 30th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy along here with, with DFS pro Dan Weir as we get to ready to preview Monday Night Football for the Monday Night Football showdown slate. Uh, Dan is, uh, you know, he's a, an AFC North fan. His Ravens did not look so good last week, but maybe he can feel, make himself feel better tonight by watching the Steelers and the Bengals. What do you think? Yeah, no, I uh, I would prefer to see the Steelers lose, um, but uh, the Bengals, of course, are 0-8 coming into Pittsburgh again, prime time, so they've got their card stacks against, uh, stacked against them, um, so we'll see what they can do. We got Mason Rudolph under center, um, and James Conner, of course, is due a big game. Yeah, James Conner is, uh, I wouldn't say he's due for a big game, because uh, I think when people say that, isn't do really meant for baseball more? Like you're in a long slump and you're supposed to break out of it at some point. Yeah. I don't think in football anybody's due necessarily. It's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. No, I understand. Uh, the baseball term is more relative to positive and negative regression. So Yeah, I could do a, I could do a whole show on things that people say that are cliche that bother me. Like... If a guy's having a great season, somebody will say, hey, Patrick Mahone's playing lights out this season. <laughs> well, you can't be a lights out player on offense. Lights out means you're shutting the other side down. Yeah, whatever you do, people, don't tell Scott that he's got a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> oh, that one's more understandable. I, yeah. I, I hate cliches, but if, le- if at least you're going to use them, use them correctly. Absolutely. I'm with you. I apologize, Scott. That's okay. No need for you to apologize. Just start starting me off in an editorial rant. You know, I'm the content director around here. So, uh, so you know, take a look at tonight's showdown slate. James Conner is fifteen thousand nine hundred on DraftKings. If you use him as the the uh, the captain, if not, he's ten thousand six hundred. Now, I believe that. You know, this will be a bounce-back spot for him on Monday Night Football. They really need him to take pressure off of Mason Rudolph. Uh, last year, we saw him catch passes out of the backfield. Maybe he can elevate that more into your game. Uh, if you're rolling out a few lineups, I think you've got to have Connor uh, as your captain on DraftKings. Uh, I don't know what you have from over there on Fandle, Dan, but you'll let me know. Uh, but I don't think, you know, he's his – been as not he's as non-productive as we've seen so far. You know, I'm expecting I'm expecting Connor to have a really good game, and I'm very tempted to go with him as a captain. Yeah, on the uh, on the Fanduel side, he's coming in at 12K. Um, I'm not as crazy about him in the MVP spot. I think I'd rather um, get a get a quarterback on that side, maybe like an Andy Dalton. Uh, just if we're going with game script here, and James Connor is running the football. And uh, the the Steelers are able to get ahead naturally. Andy Dalton's going to be throwing the ball more. Um, as far as DraftKings go, I do like Juju Smith-Schuster for the PPR upside. Um, but Cincinnati defense is allowing the second most fantasy points to running back at a 37-point clip. Um, 168 rushing yards allowed per game on the ground. They're only second worst uh, to the Dolphins. Uh, so you can't go wrong here with playing James Conner, uh, either in the flex or the captain. I think he's worth a shot. Yeah, I uh, but you prefer Juju Smith-Schuster as as the captain. Uh, now I remember when Mason Rudolph first became the starter, Dan. Some people I really respect said, "Oh, watch him and James Washington. Rudolph's better than you think. These two were killer in college." And then I remind them, this is not college; it's the NFL. 
And then we, we don't see Mason Rudolph play that good last week. And James Washington's invisible. He knows who his go-to guy is. It, it still is Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't know if he's a fantasy wide receiver one without Ben Roethlisberger, but as a fantasy wide receiver two, yeah. I mean, last week, uh, seven catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown. You know, he's very capable of similar numbers tonight. Yeah, and I think he can get there. Um, obviously, he's one of if not the clear-cut number one receiver on this team. And I'm not entirely crazy about the James Washington hype. Uh, I know that was some bad chalk coming in last week. He is seeing a better snap share. Uh, but but if I'm going to be digging down for, for a wide receiver three, which is where I would put James Washington, I would actually prefer a Deontay Johnson, um, who's seen just around the same snap share as him. Uh, a similar target share, um, but he's also got a better cushion. Uh, he's got a little bit better agility. Um, a, a four and a half yard cushion is quite a bit. So if he can if he can maintain that separation in this game, I think he has better upside uh, than James Washington. Yeah, well, James Washington, we're not going to consider today. If I had to push you to a wall, who are you using as your captain tonight? Is it Smith Schuster or Connor, and why? <sighs> and captain. Um, just based on what I'm expecting today with the Steelers, I, I think just the biggest emphasis goes to getting the running ground, uh, the running game going. I, I, I'm going to favor, I am going to favor James Conner here. Uh, like you said, um, and I won't say it again, he, like he is due, but he's only averaging two and a half <laughs> yards per carry right now. And um, the the Steelers have been terrific with their with their pass uh, pass protection at a two and a half percent sack rate. Um, so yeah, no, it's I feel like we can go either or here. I like the PPR upside for Juju, but if I have to absolutely pick in single game or single entry contests, I would likely put uh, James Conner in that MV, or in that captain spot on DraftKings. Now, if I got to pick a quarterback, you got Andy Dalton versus Mason Rudolph. Uh, I feel like Dalton's got a little bit more upside, but Rudolph, he's, he's got, he's got some weapons here with Tyler Boyd and John Ross, et cetera. Uh, I think they're about even, but if I have to, I feel like both of them have a good matchup. Uh, you know, if it comes down to price on DraftKings, Andy Dalton's 9,800, Rudolph's 9,600, but I would take Dalton just for on pure experience. And I, I feel like I have to have at least one quarterback in my lineup. Yeah, definitely. And if, if, if we do decide that we're running James Conner in that captain spot, then I think for game script's sake, it makes sense. Uh, you know, we got we, we have the Steelers getting ahead. Uh, Dalton's playing from behind. He's going to pass heavy. And Pittsburgh defense is allowing uh, 302 passing yards on average per game, uh, which is bottom two in the league. Uh, they're allowing 21 fantasy points on average to quarterbacks, uh, 34 points to running backs, and then 45 fantasy points per game to wide receiver uh, collectively. So they have struggled a lot. Um, there are some good matchups here specifically for guys like Tyler Boyd. Um, so if I run Andy Dalton, I definitely want to pair him up with one of those receivers. Uh, my favorite today is Tyler Boyd. Yeah, I was just about to mention him. He's 9,200 on DraftKings, averaging 17.4 points per game on DraftKings. So I, I think you have to have that that connection there. But, uh, you know, when you look at his stats, the one disturbing thing uh, so far about Tyler Boyd is is that, you know, he's got one touchdown reception so far. Right. Yeah, He, he his 
red zone targets have gone down. I think John John Ross plays a part in that. Um, they're seeing a similar target share, um, so that that's going to take away with it. And then just the lack of ground game is making this offense a little bit predictable. Um, so that that's where Joe Mixon ties in. I think that they're going to have to get the ground game going as well. Um, so they have a more balanced offense and they can get it done through the air. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, if, I, if I'm going to go with upside, though, I feel like I got to go with Ross over Boyd. He's more boomer bust. But, you know, if I'm trying to win a tournament here, I feel like like Ross has the better shot of the touchdown. Yeah, and I think people are going to steer away more from Ross because of the implied matchup against Joe Hayden. Um, it, it, it it just doesn't bode well for him. But like you said, you would get him at a, a good bit of lower ownership than Tyler Boyd. I feel like that's where most of the field's going uh, going to go, and that's that's what ownership di- dictates at the moment. Very interesting to me is Joe Mixon at 8,800 on DraftKings. I'm almost tempted to play two running backs, although I don't think you can do them in the same showdown. The Steelers really haven't been the same run defense that they were in the past at all. Uh, you know, watching them this year. Mixon has yet to have uh, the Joe Mixon kind of game that we certainly expect. But last week uh, against Buffalo, he was much better. 60 yards from scrimmage, but only two receiving, uh, only two receptions with 34 yards. But still, he almost got to 100 yards from scrimmage. He had a TD. Uh, you know, people really down on Joe Mixon for how he looked in the first two games. But, uh, you know, I, I feel that. If you don't want to use Connor, then you can go with Mixon, especially if you're rolling out multiple lineups. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of Mixon myself on both sites and, and on FanDuel. He's coming in at 12.5K, so he's a little more expensive than Connor. Um, but, I mean, last year, Joe Mixon was a big part of that backfield. Uh, he, he, would, he, he ended the season with 55 targets, um, so you can't say he's not a pass-catching back. And I know that he was coming off the injury in the beginning of the season. So if you follow follow his game flow for the first couple of games, you can see that he got more and more touches. And I think that that's culminate, cul- culminating to today, where I think that we see more of a 20-touch game out of Joe Mixon. Uh, I think we see more targets. Uh, the, the Steelers are giving up uh, 128 rushing yards to opposing running backs and then 70 passing yards to them through the air. So if there's ever a spot for Joe Mixon to have a great night, I think that this is a spot, like you said, the Steelers' defense isn't quite the same. And, uh, yeah, Joe Mixon, I do. I, do, I like him on both sites. Uh, more as a flex position. I'm not necessarily crazy about him in the MVP or captain spots. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't think you can use two of those running backs together, though, because game script is going to dictate that one's better than the other. So right. what you have to do is roll out multiple lineups here. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I think you have to go with one or the other. Um, and then obviously, whichever running back you choose, you know, I would use the opposing quarterback, even though we aren't quite as uh, crazy about racing, uh, Mason Rudolph tonight. Uh, Deontay Johnson is a guy I like, though, at 6,600. Uh, what an incredible rookie class it's been in the NFL this year. And Deontay Johnson is, is certainly part of it. Uh, 6,600 on DraftKings, caught a 39-yard touchdown reception. Uh, first, they lose Antonio Brown. Then uh, Dante Moncrief doesn't turn out to be the answer whatsoever. Uh, look, the worst he has throughout his career. James Washington is not trustworthy. So the kid is going to get his chance. He sees the opportunity with a 39-yard touchdown reception. 
and I think he can get deep this week. Yeah, I agree with you. I touched on it a little bit earlier, but this kid is getting a ton of separation. He's getting a, a separation average of three yards per target and a four and a half yard cushion on the cornerbacks. And he's got great speed. He's a you know he's a top fifteen speed guy. Um, super good agility. He had a great three cone drill uh, in the in the combine. Um, so I think he's got great speed. He's got good hands. Uh, the snap share is there, and I think if he has a good night tonight, I think it, we'll see things turn to his favor. Um, he could end up being the wide receiver, too, on this team uh, within the next couple of weeks. After that, it becomes very dicey because so far, I'm looking at this lineup I've constructed. I've got Connor Dalton, Ross, and Deontay Johnson. But after that, uh, somebody's got to tell DraftKings that Ben Roethlisberger's out for the year because he's 6,000. <laughs> I don't think I'll get any points from him. Uh, Vance McDonald is not playing tonight at 5,600. Uh, I wouldn't trust Tyler Eifert. He's too boomer bust. So maybe one of the other guys I'm considering to save some salary here is Auden Tate, who had a pretty good game last week. Yeah, Tate, I'm not quite getting there with him. I just think the implied matchup is a little tough. Uh, if, if, he, if he need, especially on Fandle. I mean, he's 8K on Fandle. Uh, Deontay Johnson is only 500 more. Um, so if I'm, if I'm in that much of a pinch, I guess I'm okay with it. Um, although you could go down to Tyler Eifert too, who is a little bit cheaper. I know he hasn't, you know, he'll probably, well, he will never be the same player that he was again. And I think that's evident in the play we see it this year, but you know, he's good. Maybe in the red zone, we can get a touchdown out of him. I think you can kind of expect the same upside for either one of those players. Yeah. Eifert's only got nine, nine catches all year and just four in the last two weeks. I'd rather take my shots with Orton Tate. But, you know, if we're doing that, though, you know, maybe we play a defense here. Uh, you got the Steelers' defense at just 4,600. Yeah, they're coming in with the uh, sixth highest rank uh, turnover margin. They're plus three. Four of those turnovers came from the San Francisco game, uh, but they're still playing, playing good nonetheless, and it is Andy Dalton. He can be prone to those turnovers. So I think if you're considering either defense, I think Pittsburgh is the way to go at home. Then you got Giovanni Bernard at 3,800. And if they are playing from behind, he's got to be somebody you consider, you know, third down back, sort of passing formation back. So he's somebody you ought to consider as well. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, but then you also got the kickers. You got Chris Boswell and Randy Bullock. You know, which team is more likely to stole in the red zone or near the goal line? And I'm, I'm going to say it's Bullock, you know, for 3,400 if you want to use him as a punt. Yeah, if we're considering that Pittsburgh defense, it only makes sense to go to go with Bullock. If they are able to drive the ball, get in the red zone, they do stall out, like you said. He gets more upside with those uh, three-point field goals as opposed to points after the kick, which Boswell. And you're saving a few bucks there on FanDuel, too, so it makes it a little bit easier at 9K compared to 10 for Boswell. Yeah, so the lineup I have here is Connor, Dalton, Ross, Deontay Johnson, the Steelers, and Bullock, who leaves 1,300 on the table. Sounds good to me. And you, yeah. you got you get a little bit of difference uh, with with running with leaving a bit a little bit of coin ta- on the table, which we talked about last week too. Just being different from everybody. Um, on Fanduel, let me pull this up real quick and go over this with you guys. I left a little bit of coin on the table myself. Uh, I went with Andy Dalton in the MVP, uh, Smith Schuster in the flex, Mixon in the flex, Connor in the flex. And then my punt guy today was tight end Nick Van Nett. 
who was recently signed by the Bengals. He's coming in at only 5K. Uh, that leaves me 2,000 salary on the table. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling Vanette. You know, I saw him in Seattle, and he he was more of a blocker than anything. Right, right. I just just do the limited weapons that they have with Vance McDonald down. I feel like he'll he'll be a like a security blanket type deal for uh, Mason Rudolph if he's in trouble and he needs to get a pass off quickly, or maybe they get a a short yardage situation in the red zone. Uh, he could be a guy that he looks to. So I think he's worth the fun. I'll give him a shot, but he's not a guy you need to to sell your house over. Well, then, uh, here's another punt, 1,400 C.J. Uzuma, uh, you know, maybe to get in the end zone. He's only 1,400 on DraftKings if you want a super-duper cheap value punt. Yeah, and that, that, that's a play that will open up a lot of things for you on DraftKings, uh, and, and specifically on DraftKings because they, get, they go so low with the pricing. Um, but he's 5K on FanDuel, and that, that's the lowest uh, price on that site. So taking a little more risk on FanDuel. I do like the play on DraftKings, though. Um, you can get a sneaky red zone touchdown, and that that he'll be guaranteed to come in at very low ownership. Yeah, so here I've retooled my lineup with Uzuma in it. Uh, Uzuma in it. Connor Dalton, Juju, John Ross, Chris Boswell, and, and Uzuma. I like that. Sounds good. Yeah, I think I perfected. You have a lineup there that you want to share? Yeah, sure. So if we're going, uh, if we're going Super Cincinnati here, which I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, I like Cincinnati coming into Pittsburgh tonight. I think they'll get their first win in prime time. Um, Andy Dalton, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Joe Mixon, James Conner, and Giovanni Bernard. I'm gonna go ahead and pair up those two running backs. It's a little heavy for running backs and for my taste, but I'm just going for raw point upside here. Um, yeah, and that's what I'm gonna roll with today. Actually, I had Boswell in there instead of Bullock. I put Bullock in there. It still leaves me seven hundred dollars on the table, which means the lineup is kind of unique. You really don't have to worry about leaving money on the table. No, you really don't. I, like I said, it, it's just something you should keep in the back of your mind. Um, it's 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 not imperative that you do. Um, and in sing, obviously in like single entry cash game stuff like that, you just want to you want a more optimal lineup because uh, that, that's your goal. You you want to cash, so that's not the spot to take take risks. Uh, the, these deep GPP plays like the Uzuma and uh, uh, Vanette, guys like that, or guys who want to take a shot in like deep field tournaments. Okay, so that's it for today. Tomorrow, Brandon Williams and uh, and uh, Anthony DeCarglius will be uh, around tomorrow talking about quarterback picks for week five and waivers. Uh, but you're getting ready for, for fantasy hockey. and We have an entire uh, preseason section. You can check out some free betting tips from our cash with the flash. You're, you're getting ready from hockey. Our Alan Fabricant will be uh, will be posting his first article uh, Wednesday as the hockey season opens. How much are you looking forward to that? I'm looking very, 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 very much forward to the, the hockey season. Um, I, I wasn't a big uh, player in years past with it. Um, I actually picked it up at, at, during the All-Star break in NBA season last year, and I had a good bit of success with it. Uh, maybe some of it was beginner's luck, but um, just overall, I just I, I have a great understanding for hockey. I, I watched a lot of hockey growing up, uh, and Alan's a, a great, knowledgeable guy, and he's Canadian. He knows his stuff. Um, <laughs> So definitely, definitely looking forward to working with him. It's going to be a great season. I think this is going to be the biggest uh, DFS NHL season uh, yet, actually. I think we'll see bigger bigger money tournaments. I think we'll see more guys participating. It's a little tough with NBA at the same time, but nonetheless, I think it'll be a great NHL season. 
All right, Scott Engel from Dan Weir. Dan will be back on Thursday. We'll see you again tomorrow.